Hey everybody, welcome to another first round of Bald Movies. Tonight, Jim and I went to see the World War II horror film, Overlord. Jim, what did you think? Uh, I was very meh on this movie after seeing it. Really? Uh, yeah, the, the tone was not what I was hoping for. It was a little too serious. I was hoping for something more fun, more akin to like Doom uh, meets Wolfenstein kind of thing, but it's not what I got. Uh, I got a movie that wanted to have a lot of heart and wanted to take itself very seriously, and I guess that's not what I was in this for. Huh. Okay, you? well, I'll take the other side of this argument. I thought that it was a pretty good war film, and then it turned into a pretty good horror film, and then it turned into a pretty good action film. Uh, I think that that last act, uh, the the last third of it, the action film, was the weakest part. Um, mm -hmm. It it's got a little silly, and I think some of the action sequences were prolonged with a lot of cliched uh, action scene prolonging things. Uh, but yeah, no, I was, I was, I mean, geez. Some of that war scenes up front was as horrific as anything I've ever seen in any other movie. I mean, it's right up there mm -hmm. with uh, the intro to Saving Private Ryan, and um, it's, I'm, I'm blanking on other horror, uh, on other war films. Um, anything in <laughs> in like uh, Black Hawk Down, just uh -huh. for the yeah, you know, anything in Band of Brothers. Um, you know, just the, the horror of being a paratrooper stuck in this plane until the light turns green and just hell. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what it was like to, to be part of the, the European invasion. Mm -hmm. um, God damn. But yeah, I thought that was really well done. I thought that the characters were like, they, they, they did, they did a smart thing by sticking to some pretty well-worn archetypes. So you instantly kind of got them and started kind of, um, I mean, I swear some of these guys were literally, I, I would believe you if they said that they just broke a guy out of, uh, saving private Ryan, that they, he, there's one guy in particular, it felt like he was in a freezer and for like the last 20 years and they thought him out from the, the cast of saving private Ryan and, and, and cast him in this film. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I thought I, I, I'm actually sub, somewhat surprised to hear you uh, say you didn't like it. I thought I thought you'd uh, you'd be a fan. Well, I mean, it, it's all the I think cliched things that you mentioned. Like this just felt very generic, and uh, I was looking for something interesting in it, and I just never found it. Um, you you remember that movie we saw? Oh, what was it called? The one that basically turns into Frankenstein at the end, and it's this weird psychological horror film most of the time. Hmm. Um, with the the weird guy who goes to the asylum, right? Oh, you're talking uh, about the, the hill. Yeah, yeah, the the cure for wellness. Yes, the cure for wellness. Uh, it felt very much like that to me. Like the tone that they were going for, very much did not match like the weird stuff that they get up to later in the movie. Um, and and I would have been okay with that if they kept it fun and light. Uh, like I mentioned, like a doom or something. But mm -hmm. this just this movie really takes itself seriously and. I, I feel like the two things that they attempted very much clashed. Huh. Huh. I mean, I, I thought that um, its tone, I, I don't know. If, see, because that's weird, because I don't, I don't know that this movie, I don't, serious is a weird way to describe this film. Um, it does take itself, I guess, seriously, and it is uh, dark, and um, it's, it's, not, it's not exactly a feel-good movie. But it's also... Um, not as I guess as as brutal as it could be. 
<laughs> I felt like there's a lot of inglorious bastards in here. <laughs> that kind of just uh, gleeful killing of like Nazis. <laughs> See, I uh, felt like that movie is more fun than this one. Yeah. By a long shot. There's a lot of uh, Indiana Jones, but with like a little bit of a twist. You know, there's the scene of like, uh, th- there's a scene of a guy sneaking around in a Nazi base. And if it's an mm-hmm. Indiana Jones film, he'd steal a uniform. But the wrinkle of this guy's black. <laughs> no, right. No, it's not going to do no, much good. <laughs> no, no place, no place for him to hide. I thought that was kind of a, an interesting take on this particular type of thing. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought, uh, I thought it was really good and there was a lot of genuine like creepy kind of cthulhu type uh, lovecraftian horror uh i, I was kind of disappointed to see it devolve into kind of a dumb action film that like again is my my one criticism is that the third act doesn't quite know how to to close it out except for just going with with big action which as soon as the stuff turns in, in an action film i feel all the tension bleed out of my body mm-hmm. you know because uh, when it's still in that kind of weird, weird uh, war horror film, I, I'm a little off my balance. But once they start, it starts turning into like a. Um, once it starts turning into like an uncharted video game, then it's like okay, I'm I, I, I stop identifying with the heroes and the villains, and I'm just watching, watching uh, Rock'em Sock'em. Yeah, and to me, like that is the hallmark of a movie that just doesn't hang together. You know. Uh huh. Do you think I'm? I'm actually surprised that they're not more horror f- horror movies set in like a theater of war, especially that theater of war, right? Like that right. that completely makes sense. Uh, you know, you hear about all the creepy experiments and stuff that the Nazis yeah, were the, doing, and sure. the, the rumor mill there is such a powerful thing that you can just run with it. You know, right? And and you know, in the early goings of this film, you see so many just horrific stock war things like there's uh-huh. you're walking through forests that's that's strung up with the bodies of paratroopers you that know? was it's a striking like, visual yeah in and just seeing like what is fucked up versus what is uncannily fucked up mm-hmm. i think is an interesting thing to play with and i'm kind of surprised that no more people haven't gone for that maybe it's i don't know maybe the the like a war film is kind of a hallow genre that people don't the people are uh afraid to fuck with in that way yeah but, i can see that <laughs> but it does seem like it would it, it would it would uh, fit the genre like a hand in glove because you already got all the it's you already got genuine terror mm-hmm. and genuine um you know human emotion on display uh and then there's some things like i was just listening this week uh, i've been catching up on my dan carlin and he has a uh, i forget what they call the hardcore history short versions but he did like an hour, just a one shot on the USS Indianapolis, the 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 the, the World War Two ship that got sunk and no one knew, and you had all these sol- the, all these sailors, you know, trying to survive in the water and they're getting picked off by sharks and all. I mean, that's the, you could just film that as a horror film, you yeah. know, like that'd be a that'd be a tight ninety minute, just just want to slit your wrist by the end of it. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised more. I'm surprised there's not more to be done with that. So. Um. Okay. Do you have anything else non-spoilery? Because I do want to talk about the things I thought worked really well in the film and the things okay. that didn't work so much so so well. Uh huh. But before that, we should talk about trailers. The first trailer that I saw was Captain Marvel, and I think that was the first trailer. No, there was an oh. Aquaman trailer before that. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, I haven't seen an Aquaman trailer since like the teaser. You missed it. It was a extended trailer. I don't think this looks good. 
Sorry, Jason Mimosa. Uh, and I know your name's not Mimosa. Momoa. Uh, I, I like Jason that? Momoa. Why can't he catch a break, man? Because he signed up for an Aquaman movie. It's DC and it's Aquaman. It's the worst of the DC superheroes. What do you want? Yeah, but I don't think he knew. Like that'd <laughs> Everyone be, knows. That'd be like Chris making fun of Chris Pratt for signing up the Guardians of the Galaxy if that turned out to be suck. Because well, who the, the hell? The thing there is everybody, no, nobody knows anything about Guardians. Here, everybody's like, oh, Aquaman's a joke. <laughs> Jason Momoa, come on, man. I get yeah. it. It's a big payday for you, but uh, I don't know. So I, I like him, but I think as something about DC's movies, like the CG that they do, just it is... doesn't look right to me. It yeah. looks so fucking fake, and I don't understand it because Marvel nails it. Mm-hmm. Like they they rolled that Captain Marvel trailer right after that, and I was like, oh, okay, this is how you do like a convincing CG world. Mm-hmm. A DC trailer, that Aquaman thing just looked uh, cheap, like Maybe Marvel... very expensive, and yet cheap at the same time. Marvel, yeah, that's like got it's um gaudy, poor taste. Yeah, yeah, you know, like a like a Trump Tower. You can tell a lot of money has been spent there, but maybe in <laughs> sure the wrong can. places. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So let's talk about. Uh, Should see so- Aquaman's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, solid abalone. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Captain Marvel because okay. this is essentially like my understanding is she is going to be the key to undoing all of the carnage that they did in the Marvel Universe uh, at, uh, at, at the last Avengers film. Hmm. Uh, she is seems to be super powerful, um, like a kind of a Marvel version of a Green Lantern type of core. I don't know anything about Captain Marvel. Neither other do than, I. Other than the mutant rogue and X-Men somehow sucked all her power, her most interesting powers, and that's why she can fly and she's super strong and invulnerable and... <laughs> That's the only thing I know. That's the only thing I know about her. Could she uh, de-age Patrick Stewart like they de-aged Sam Jackson? Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is that one uh, of her powers? I don't. I. 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 I don't think so. But then hmm. again, I don't know because um, she must be super fucking powerful. I've heard it also said that she might be the most powerful hero in the Marvel universe, but I've I've heard that said about so many like i've heard it said about thor i've heard it said about silver surfer i've heard it said about Doctor strange uh, uh spider-man when he had the power cosmic through and, and i think that was secret wars um hmm. but it, there's yeah there's a lot of different metrics for most powerful hero and under what circumstance but she she's she's a big uh she's a big uh ace to have up your sleeve and i guess she's going to kick thanos's ass but we got to meet her first and that's happening in march yeah um yeah it's a marvel movie it's probably going to be good mm-hmm. uh a superhero film that I'm actually much more excited about. Although after this trailer, mm, the sequel to Unbreakable Glass. Yeah. Um, uh, what okay. the hell is the? It, uh, so I never saw a Split. Right. Is was it intended to be part of that universe the entire time, or is this something that they've retconned? I don't know because I've heard that Split was actually really good. That's I, what I've heard I, too. Yeah, I, I I remember thinking, oh, M Night Shyamalan, and this looks, you know, Mac McAvoy is just way over the top acting, mm-hmm. and this isn't how schizophrenia works. This isn't how any of this stuff works. But I hear it's pretty good, and I don't know whether they backed their way into the sequel or he intended that. But um, I think this looks really cool, except when the beast is running on all fours. <laughs> And it looks as bad as every other time they've tried to make a dude in a wire harness run like a dog. Yeah. You gotta CG that shit, man. <laughs> it's never gonna look right. It doesn't. 
we are bipeds, not quadrupeds. We left all that that we left all that behind us about two million years ago, and it's there's there's no turning back now. So I uh, that that happened at about two third point in the trailer, and I my heart sank because. <laughs> Because uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Mr. Glass looks fucking cool. Old mm-hmm. ass, um, old, old ass Bruce Willis as the security man looks really fucking cool. I like the kind of still realistic but slightly more amped up powers that they've got, uh, more explicitly superheroic powers. Um, but yeah, that that running on all fours. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, what do you think about Mary Queen of Scots? I'm not interested. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I mean, historic, like, period piece. See, I'm a sucker for that shit. I mean, I am, but it has to be more Hollywood. It has to be more fantasized than... Oh, see, I was... I'm the other way. Like, I'm really hoping that this is very historically accurate because, Hmm. um, you know, I don't know, because that's the thing. I'm always disappointed when I see a good story and then, like, oh, well, actually, everything that was super exciting didn't happen that way, and... (laughs) You know, it's like if the story is worth telling, then tell it. If it's not, then don't. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. a it's a period piece. It's got a lot of cool costumes. Um, I'm I'm in I'm into that. The, the thing said Margot Robbie, but I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't pinpoint queens. her. Yeah, she was under heavy makeup. Okay, heavy makeup. Uh, let's talk about replicas. Then this is Keanu Reeves been a Black Mirror episode, and it looks pretty bad. I don't know what to make of this. Uh, uh, it it seems like you know they're bringing robots to life, and right. Keanu's responsible. And I might be in for that. Like I, I'm kind of in by default on anything Keanu does, but uh, yeah, I, I wasn't like super thrilled by this. But at the same time, I wasn't turned off. I think I'll check it out when it comes to Netflix because this screams Lucy. This screams okay. ridiculous pop science magazine magazine understanding of you know, artificial intelligence and, uh, you know, human singularity. And it, it mm-hmm. uh, just, I don't know. And, and it's also very, very tropey. But, uh, and the thing is, is like, I love Keanu, but he is no guarantee of quality. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. No guarantee of quality at all. No. Um, uh, then Bumblebee. No. I, <laughs> okay. All right. I'm out on everything. Transformers 100% out. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And I want to hate this movie, but there's two things. One, they're really hitting an Iron Giant vibe hmm. that really connected with me in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like way more heart than I would associate in a, a, a Transformers franchise. And two, man, when you've got like Soundwave popping out jackal cassettes from his chest, just like out of the cartoon... Uh, I'm I'm a pretty big sucker for that too. Like I could totally see taking Jack to this and uh, having a good time. I think trying to... I think that's who will like it is kids. Yeah, kids and, and fathers who are trying to blink back tears in the third act as they're doing their Iron Giant <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks it looks cool. I don't blame you for for dipping out, but I'm excited to to take my uh, little guy there. And then finally, this is so interesting because. We were just talking about this film, the the original Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah, I've seen a trailer for this. Um, I had it, not. It could be cool. Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations, the original mm-hmm. movie they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they're remaking it, I think 
it has a chance of being really good. Here's the thing I don't like about it. They really do the jump scares in the trailer, mm. which has me thinking this is going to lean heavily on those. I'd much rather be creeped out because that's what I was by the first one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the jump scares that got me. It was the atmosphere. So bring that back and I'm in. Yeah, I uh, Stephen King's really hot right now. Um, mm-hmm. Like they're in, and not all of his projects I think have been successful. Like it was was pitch perfect, awesome. I thought that the Dark Tower movie was a fucking mess. I yeah. thought that the, uh, you know, we talked about uh, shit. What was the Shutter Island or Shatter Island or Shitterhole Shawshank? <laughs> uh, the the Leo one. Yeah, no, the Hulu, the the Hulu series that we just got done watching. Oh, Castle Rock, yeah. Castle Rock. I that's kind of uh, I know it's not exactly a Stephen King project, but it's it's uh it, it's it's a it's it's to Stephen King as Fargo is to Fargo. Mm-hmm. And and I guess or actually to the Coen Brothers universe. Um yeah, I don't know. I I I could go I if 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 I hear a really good buzz about this, I'd be willing to check it out, but yeah. if I hear like mediocre then then I think I can I can miss it because I'm, you know, Stephen King's very hit hit and miss for me. Any, at least uh, at least when it comes to adaptations. Any idea when that comes out? I have no idea. This is the first time it, I saw the trailer, so <laughs> it feels like they missed their window. Right? Halloween. Right. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, it's same here, the Overlord. I think Overlord comes out last week and it would done it would done better. Yeah. Everybody's in a mood to see something scary. Yeah. Um so those are the trailers we saw. We are now going to get into the spoiler take our spoiler takes on Overlord. If you want to join us to for that, you have to be a club member and you can join today for club.baldmove at club.baldmove.com and there's a ton of things you get for that and the spoiler filled reviews of the movies are one of them uh let's get into the spoiler section jim 